Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I tried everything. Prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it. Plus, a couple of less productive approaches. After two decades of coming up short, I realized I was focusing on the wrong thing. Instead of trying to fill those holes, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path Podcast with a sincere hope that sharing our stories in a compassionate environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from the world and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about Giving Tuesday. This was a post that I shared just a couple weeks ago. Today is one of my favorite days, Giving Tuesday. And if you don't know what Giving Tuesday is, of course you can Google it. It is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, and there's a link to it in the post on lisamcfarland.com. So today is one of my favorite days, Giving Tuesday. Finally, a day that celebrates generosity instead of days which we call Black Friday and Cyber Monday. There's nothing wrong with these except that they tend to point us towards self-fulfilling tasks like getting a quote-unquote good deal or being quote-unquote first in line. In addition, the ways we've seen these deals manipulated for self-interest and exploitation further call for something to offset our own self-interest by focusing on someone or some cause in need. As a child, I watched my mom extend generosity in every direction. She says, I was born kind. But I say, it may be a little nurture and a little nature. An example of her giving spirit is to get in line at the grocery store or the toy store behind a mom with a big full cart. And about the time it comes for payment, she hands the clerk her credit card as a gift. So fun. Another example of mom's generosity was in grade school, when I played the flute in the school band. One of the other students did not have the requisite white shirt and tie for the uniform we would wear at a concert we were playing. She managed to muster up just the right size shirt and tie for this young man, who clearly had no one looking after him. In big ways and small, I learned about the magic of giving long before there was neuroscience to back up its positive effects on our brain chemistry. I have also written about generosity being one of the major levers I have pulled to heal and allay the aches and pains of grief. 
taking the focus off of myself has been the fastest route to doing something productive with the pain that I feel. The more I am generous with others, the more I feel connected and quote-unquote part of rather than quote-unquote outside of the rest of the world. One of the lessons I learned about giving was from Dr. Wayne Dyer. There's also a link to Dr. Dyer in the post. He took the act of generosity to a new level when he talked about the importance of not just giving, but giving something that you love, something you don't want to part with. How the more we share something precious to us, the greater the positive impact on us. In other words, giving away something that we don't like or use is one important form of generosity. But we really start to see the transcendent nature of giving when we part with things we value. For today, let's all up our generosity game. If we are in a conversation that we would normally interrupt someone or where we would normally interrupt someone, let's let the other party finish their full thought before responding. Or if we're in the grocery store and we see those pre-packed, pre-priced bags for the hungry, and we don't normally purchase them, let's do that. Let's stop for the person asking for handouts at the intersection, even though we don't normally give that way. Let's make generous assumptions about the motivation of others and not jump to conclusions when we're about to feel offended. There are endless ways to open up to the world and to share. It won't make someone rich and it won't make us poor. But from a spiritual economics level, we may just be making the biggest deposit into our own accounts by giving what we love, or at least what we can, to others, even if it's just for today. And P.S., if you want to take Stephen Pressfield's advice and turn pro, (laughs) do it every day, not just for today. So thank you for listening to this post about Giving Tuesday. It is true um, that I saw growing up, I saw a lot of generosity, and I love that my mom says I was born kind, um, but I also think that it's just what was modeled around me. And I have taken great joy in being able to share over the years, and when I do think about um, times I've been in a, in a position to do that, I feel feel full, I feel gratitude, and it makes me want to give even more. I've often thought, and I, I read this um, somewhere about financial goals, and it really resonated with me and landed. And so I often say at some point in my life, um, I'd love to be able to donate more than I keep for myself. I, I do like to donate um, and give generously, but I'm certainly not at that point at that place yet, but it's, it's a good place to think about. So again, thanks for joining and listening to this post on giving Tuesday. And of course, if you have any ideas about being generous or, or anything that you've heard here today, please share it at lisamcfarland.com. 
And until next time, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And as always, thanks for listening.